0: Howdy everyone, welcome to the Paranoia Podcast, the podcast in which I read your paranormal stories. Called, What is it called when a wolf bears its fangs? is brought to us by an anonymous source. The entity peered out at the thing standing before it, its many eyes unblinking as it took in the thing's odd carapace. The thing had no armor, no claws, no sharp teeth for ripping at prey. The thing was soft-looking, like the smaller creatures that inhabited its own planet. The ones that it had often made a meal out of. It twisted as the thing reached out one of its appendages, tapping on the clear container that it was trapped inside of and bearing stark white teeth at its reaction. The thing, a doctor, from what it had heard the other soft things say, picked up a dark tool from nearby and began wiggling it across a flat object in its hand before once more rapping on the entity's container sharply and walking out of the folding section of the wall, extinguishing the light in the room as it did. The entity growled lowly, feeling the vibration of its voice shaking the thin walls of its small container until it heard a clottering sound accompanying the low rumble the sky of their box clacking open along the edges of the sides. An opening. The entity wasted no time slipping free of its small cage, pulling itself thin and tall as it reached for the thin slats that ran across a small portion of the top of the area it was contained in. The entity found itself in a long, thin tube, and began making its way forward. It wasn't long before it was pulling itself through the silver tunnels that ran along the entirety of the large complex of rooms it was being held in, its own place in the building being seemingly one of in an endless chain of areas, each holding different creatures from different contaminants. The Entity was sure that these soft things were breachable, much like the thick-shelled beings and tall, elegant creatures of its home that it would so often assimilate before devouring. The Entity need only find a compatible body to slither into. To hide and observe these soft things until it knew how to escape this cold and suboptimal environment, it missed the massive orange foliage of its own planet, the triple sun, the soft blue glow of its cavern home. Even the scorching gouts of flame that erupted from the ground and the plains to the east of its hunting grounds. It needed out. The Entity has watched its soft thing for ten days and has decided to strike. It has learned much from its time in the tunnels. Knows that they are called vents and that it itself is an escaped extraterrestrial subject. It knows that its soft thing is called Miss, and that the Miss is a she, and a her. The most important thing it knows is that the Miss is alone this cycle, standing in a dim room and making noises into a small cube in its, her, hand. The entity has learned that these soft things have many openings, the best of them being their guardless mouths. The teeth are dull, their body is singular, and the entity can see an opportunity when one is presented. The entity feels its body slowly evaporate, its form a heavy cloud that for a moment hovers silently in the vent it had watched her from. Then the moment is over, and the entity descends through the thin mesh of the vent's cover and into the empty room, empty beside its prey. The mist does not scream when the entity encases her, its gaseous form becoming tar-like once again. Instead, the miss strikes out blindly into the darkness of her room, her fists only becoming engulfed in the thick black goop of the entity's body as it covers her from fur to hind limbs. The miss only then thinks to make a sound. Her cries of anger and distress muffled as the entity uses the miss's shouts to drip down into her maw. The miss is indeed as willful as the entity had expected, had hoped for, and despite clearly being outmatched, the miss's ire burns hot enough to keep her from submitting. It takes what on the Entity's planet would be moments, and what here might be hours. The miss, once loud, is now quiet and pliant in the back of her own mind as the Entity stretches its new and strangely finite limbs. The Entity stands on shaking hind limbs, legs, it now knows, and looks down on itself. The Entity, though it supposes it should get used to going by the name Jenna, now bears its dull, bright white teeth. But do not be fooled. It does not smile. All right, that was a super good first story for the pilot episode of the Paranoid Podcast. I hope to see you all again.